How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Hi, welcome back to the program. 3.01 is the time. Chris Hello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Gwen and Chris rolls on here. And uh, thanks again to Kirk Kenny from the Union Tribune joining us. He uh, texted back to say that the song Hotel California actually did not debut until February of 1977. So, Oh. That's probably when it won the Grammy Award uh, for Record of the Year. Thank you, Kirk Kenny, for that. Uh, A.J. Preller, the general manager of the Padres, was on with us to kick off the show. If you missed any part of that or would like to hear that interview, it's on the web. the latest Padres knowledge. You can check it out at our webpage, 973 the Dot com. AJ Preller, good to have him on. Good to have Kirk Kenny on. We were talking with Kirk uh, about you know this uh, this uh, this puzzle, which is you know why don't more people get excited about Aztec football? And uh, you know there are hey look, there's the diehard Aztec fans. I know that uh, I, I'm one of them, but uh, you know why don't people get more excited in general? And why is Aztec basketball such a big draw? And you're going to say, well, they're so successful. They're a great team. Well, football team's been pretty great, you know. I mean, it has, hasn't, yeah. hasn't gone to the Rose Bowl, you know, hasn't gone to the NCAA playoff. But that's not the Aztecs' fault. That's the fault of the way college football is designed. And college football is designed to exclude teams like the Aztecs from having a chance in those high marquee games at the end of the season. You know, I mean, if they had I do, a, I do. if they had a 16-team playoff in football or even a 12-team playoff, very likely the Aztecs would have and could have been a part of that one or two times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe the uh, Aztecs have had some really good seasons and knocked off some really good teams. The Rashad Penny year when they beat Stanford, that was a good year. That was a great year, the year that they beat Houston in the uh, Las Vegas Bowl. That was mm, a great yes, yes. great University of Houston team that earlier that season had beaten Oklahoma and Florida State and was ranked as high as number three in the country. And then they come around to the Las Vegas Bowl and the Aztecs blew them off the field. Um, you know, they've had some some really good teams that probably would have been included in a postseason if there was such a thing in college football. So, again, you know, we try to figure it out. But uh, Alex and uh, Chris are online, and they think they have explanations. So let's uh, let's start with Alex here, uh, here kicking off the 3 o'clock hour on the Gwen and Chris show. Alex, what say you about all of this? Well, I think it's very, very simple. I don't think we need to reinvent the wheel when it comes to this. It's, uh, it's very clear. 
our basketball team has a chance to get a chip. Our football team does not have a chance to get a chip, and it's that period. Hmm. We don't have we don't have the uh, championship coaching on our football. We don't. Uh, we don't have championship players. We don't have the championship mentality, and that's why no one wants to go and watch a participation game. Basically, it's what it is. You know, you bring up the Houston game and the bowl game. Yeah, we beat Houston in the bowl game, but was Houston really trying in a bowl game? I, I, I mean, it's it's more of a consolation game, if you will, at most. Yeah. That again, do you not blame college football for that though? I mean, the fact that the Aztecs are really in a situation where they're just not included with a chance to get I mean, the big ticket at the end. You can, but if you go back to 1990 when we had Marshall Folk, I mean, there were Heisman people looking at him. He, he I believe, he won the Heisman. If I'm incorrect, he came in uh, second. I apologize, came in second. That's came okay. In second. Still, that would have been the time for FDSU to be like, okay, man, national. National spotlight, let's make the push now. Now that we're getting into the Pac-12, hopefully, knock on wood, it's, it's going to make it more of a possibility. But until something like that happens or until the college playoff expands to 12, it's just not going to happen. No one wants to go watch a participation game. And I totally get that. I mean, who wanted to watch Who wanted to watch the C-Words, you know, when they were 18? <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's a pretty good call, Alex. Thank you, Alex. I, I can't say that I, you know, totally disagree with you. Uh, I can't either. You know, I mean, the fact is the Aztecs at the beginning of a college football season, if absolutely everything goes perfect and they win every single game 60 to nothing, Alabama would still be ranked ahead of them <laughs> at the end of the season. Yeah. And that's just because of the way college football is. There's not enough respect for the Mountain West Conference to allow a team like that to be part of the party. Now, uh, and that's why I think the Pac-12 is such a big deal because I think that would put the Aztecs quite a bit more on the map. I, I understand that, you know, the Pac-12 may not be what it once was if USC and UCLA leave, but the Pac-12 is still considered power of five football. And the Aztecs right now are left out of that power of five. But that's just a shame that college football excludes so many teams. I mean, you know, I've said it before, there's 125, 130 Division I NCAA college football teams, but only about 15 or 20 of them matter. I mean, that's just that's not a big enough percentage, and that to me is college football's fault for not including enough teams. Would you say, well... I mean, Vanderbilt is in the SEC, but do you consider Vanderbilt to be a a real team in college football? Not really, no. No, I don't Maybe either. when Jay Cutler was there, but other than that, no. Um, Maybe for a, a brief moment. A brief moment. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, it's Alabama, it's Georgia, this year it's Tennessee, it's LSU, it's Florida from time to time. Forget about the ACC, unless uh, I'm forgetting someone. Well, Clemson, the ACC, Clemson. you can get Clemson. Yeah, yeah, Clemson. And then you can get Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Michigan in the middle of the country. You can have Oklahoma and Texas who are both joining the SEC now. And you can have USC. And I, I don't even know that UCLA is a real contender, to be honest with you. I mean, you, UCLA always gets mentioned in the same breath along they're with They're having a USC. good year, right? Yeah, they're 9-1. and one. They're, they're ranked 12th. What chances UCLA have the chance to compete for anything this year? They've lost one game. USC's lost one game, and they lost it by one point. 
They they to have Utah. put the they have made the margin of error so slim that it's it's it, but it's the a, margin of error is not slim for Alabama and for Georgia and for Tennessee and for Ohio State. Those teams are regarded so highly at the beginning of every season that they can afford to lose a game. They should do something. And Alabama, even with two losses, is still has a chance to get into the college football <laughs> playoff crazy. if things break right. A lot better chance than let's say TCU, which is currently included but would immediately be dismissed if they lose a game. So, all right, Chris, he's got a couple of ideas. Chris, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I was listening to the conversation. I'm born and raised in San Diego and didn't go to San Diego State, but it's always, you know, good and shared for all the local schools, you know, C, C, all of it. Good. Um, but, look, I, I think the thing is I've been to games of all schools and of every sports, women, men, everything, so, you know, I really like it. But, look, the, the product is boring. Uh, there's no offense. I mean, the quarterback, you know, goes five for 21 for 60 yards and <laughs> they punt 15 times. I mean, the best player over the past 10 years has been a punter. Uh, and so, like, that's boring for the average fan. You watch on TV, like, an SEC game, and whatever team has the ball last wins, you know, 52-49, that's fun. That's exciting. Whether right. or not you like that brand of football, uh, you know, and, like, the NFL has geared the, the sport towards more points and everything else, right, because, you know, chicks dig the long ball. So it's like, it's just, you know, to, to, to the average person who might just go, it's it's just boring. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, perhaps the Aztecs just have a boring product and they play a boring style of football. My thinking is this. Um, yeah, there probably are a few people who are turned off by the 14 to 10 score and the 17 to 14 score and 16 to 14. Those are three of their winning scores this year. Yeah. 17, 14, 16, 14, 14, 10. So those sound pretty ho-hum. But I also can't imagine that anybody who out there planning a Saturday night and is not totally familiar with the Aztecs football team and somebody says, hey, why don't the 10 of us all get together and go out to the new stadium and see Aztec football? I honestly can't remember, can't imagine somebody pipes in, nah. They don't play a very exciting brand of football. I don't know that they would say it like, like that. Who knows if they, that? But if they don't, if they don't already, uh, I, I get what you're saying. I think it's. Um, I also get what Chris is saying. I, I'm. I those games are. I'm trying to dance around what I really want to say, but what I really want to say is those games do not interest me. Sometimes there are games that definitely interest me, like when Jalen Maiden took over at quarterback. Yeah, Jaden. Jaden. Jalen Maiden. Yes, Jalen Maiden, when he took over at quarterback, I, I reinvested because I like watching him play quarterback. I think he's exciting. I right. think that is exciting. The yeah. The football that was played earlier in the year was not watchable. It was tough to watch. It was tough to watch. You had to be a, a great fan to sit there and watch them get blown out by Boise State in the second half after they led 13 nothing at halftime. Yeah. You see their offense completely stalled. I agree with that. But at the same time, I don't think a lot of people are making their decision based on the style of the Aztecs offense. I, I, I don't know. I don't know that Chris is wrong there. I just don't know that that's enough to keep the crowd from, you know, where it could be at 35, 40,000 down to 20,000. But maybe that it might be enough down. to keep it from 35 to 34, but not from 35 to 20. There might be, maybe there's like a trickle down because the offense isn't exciting. It's not getting as much coverage in San Diego and more people aren't hearing about it because it's not yeah. that way. 
The only reason that I'm gonna gonna I'm gonna hold firm. You are holding that, firm. <laughs> I, I'm holding firm against this argument because there was about a 10 year span in the 1990s, maybe early 2000s, when they had uh, Marshall Falk on the team, and they had some great quarterbacks that they lost almost every single game they played, 47 to 40, and that was the most exciting, crazy football you'd ever want to see. It was the Mountain West, man, shootout, game after game after game. They were ahead of the, the curve okay. in terms of, you know, teams Scoring around the points, country. Scoring points, throwing threw the ball, the football moving around. It. The Wild Mountain West games were incredible. I think they actually were in the, the It was whack. the Yak or the, no, whack. the whack? Yeah, the, the Whack. The Western Athletic Conference. They called it the Wild, Wild Whack. Okay. I mean, games were just crazy. But the Aztecs weren't any good. You know, they seemingly lose 45-40, 38-31. See, I'm fine 45, with that. 45-38. Give me well, some points. Else, but my, here's my bottom line. Nobody else was fine with it. Nobody else wanted to go out to games because they were 2-8, and eight, even though they were playing incredibly exciting football. Becker does have so something Chris to do is, with it. So what Chris is telling me is we got to play, throw the football on every down, score in the 40s, and be undefeated. And if we're all of those things, then maybe people will come out to the game. That's a lot to ask. It's a lot to ask. <sighs> Maybe one day we'll find out the answer, but I don't really I don't know. I don't really know. All right, let's go to uh, Richard, Paradise Hills. Hi, Richard. What's up, man? Want to throw down on this? Hey, what's up, guys? I appreciate you taking my call. Of course. Thanks for calling. Uh, what's up, Scraby? My man, my man, my man. But uh, I think, uh, Chris, is that it's a little bit of both. For example's sake, I get that uh, you don't think it's specifically the style of play that's keeping people away, but it doesn't help. I know that, uh, you know, it's asking a lot for them to have a good record, a good style of play, and this, that, and the third, but that certainly helps. And that example you uh, gave about, you know, 10 friends that want to get together and go to, you know, an Aztec game, none of them's going to pipe up and be like, you know, why the style of play, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> True, that might not happen, but they are going to go, well, why? Why, yeah, yeah, why should right. we go to that game? Yeah, why would we go? And it, and it is due to the fact that if I know, right, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm more of a professional fan. I'm not really a college fan, but I do watch some college football. If I know going into the game, no matter what this season, if we have a horrible record, if we have an undefeated record, regardless, the end result is going to be the same. We're going to have a bowl game that is not, like, nationally recognized. Like, sure it is, but it's not – let's be real here. Like, it isn't, you know, you go to I, uh, Illinois and, like, hey, did you watch that SDSU bowl game? That's not happening. <laughs> so, if I know that going in, what is the point of me continuously to go? Yeah, I think you're. I think you're closer to what what the problem is. We're making with that. progress. Yeah, I think you're closer to the problem Thank you, with that. And that's Appreciate what Alex you. brought up. Thank you, Richard. As always, and that's what Alex brought up. The fact is, you're playing games that don't really matter from day one. There's just nothing. At See, stake. I can't get. I can't go that far. But but the the. The people that are bringing up the fact that these bowl games aren't that big of a deal, I, I think that does help too. Because what I, I I can't even remember what they played. Was it the Smoothie dot com bowl or something last last year? I have no idea what they played in. Playing the year. Armed Forces. I mean, I, I can't remember what. You're right. Some of the names of these bowls. Well, it, it, here's an example of what Richard and Alex are talking about, and that is, do you know where the winner of the Mountain West Conference Championship automatically goes for its bowl game? 
Uh, is it the Sun Bowl or something, or the no. L.A. Bowl? The Jimmy Kimmel. Yes, the L.A. LA Bowl. Bowl. Yes, but that is. But who cares about the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl? Well, if ask winner, me in thirty years, and it might it, have something to do with it. If the winner of the Mountain West Conference automatically qualified for the Cotton Bowl, or qualified I'm for in. the Rose Bowl, I'm in. Or qualified for the Sugar Bowl, or qualified for a national playoff, I'll even take the Gasparilla Bowl. What I'm saying is, if if you if you win your conference and that qualifies you for a playoff game then every game all of a sudden matters. Right now, that's yeah. not the case. No, not, yeah. Because right now we're playing for the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, and is that really a big deal? Not to too many people. All right, a lot of people seem to want to talk about this, Scraby, so we'll uh, hang on. We'll get you on uh, on the flip side of this break, and uh, we'll get to our daily gambit at some point along the way. But uh, maybe we can all solve the problem here on Gwen and Chris after a check of traffic. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. about San Diego State football. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris, 323 is the time. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios, just a few miles away from Snap Dragon Stadium here in Mission Valley, where not enough fans are showing up to see the 5-4 and four Aztecs. They take on San Jose State Saturday night, but the first year of a new stadium, and uh, it hasn't been, the buzz has not been there. Not as much as San Diego State was hoping it would be. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by the Department of Healthcare Services. Visit choosechangeca.org. When you're young, life is full of choices. Oh, I'm going to give a whole thing here. Don't yes, let opioids. Opioid, what is opioids. Opioids. Yeah. yeah, opioids. 
like highly addictive and deadly fentanyl take away your life or your choices. With just one wrong pill, find medically proven treatment options at choosemat.org. Let me comment on that for one second. Please. Because fentanyl is very, very, very dangerous. Very scary. Opioids are very, very, very dangerous. And I meet people all the time and, you know, in my walk of life, I'm a recovering alcoholic and it, it takes maybe one time of doing it for some people to become addicted to it. And I wouldn't uh, risk it. I really wouldn't because it's so dangerous and a lot of people are dying because of fentanyl overdoses. <laughs> and why are you laughing as I'm talking about fentanyl overdoses? Because uh, I'm not laughing at that. That was such a poorly planned. Poorly timed. <laughs> poorly timed laugh. Anyway, uh, let me close up my thought. Please don't go after fentanyl. That's it. It's very dangerous. I can't imagine why anybody would even think. I know. Based you, on everything oh, that's happening surrounding no, that, I can that I can tell you. Drug. I can tell you why, but that'll be off the air. All, All right, right, Chris. What Braden were you Soprenant, What were you laughing at? Well, Braden Soprano just realized that uh, we were making fun oh. of him and the frogs yesterday. I told him about it. Oh, okay, so he says he's going to go back and address the frog slander on air tomorrow. Oh, can't wait! You want to tune into? Uh, the coach and Braden Soprano tomorrow. Coach is so not can, there tomorrow. Oh, uh, it'll be all Braden Soprano tomorrow? It will be. Well, then you can hear nothing but TCU talk tomorrow <laughs> from 12 to 2. First two hours of his show, he'll talk Padres. But from 12 to 2, baby, he's talking about TCU. His horned frogs. All right, uh, let's get back to some some reasons why the Aztecs may not be more exciting than uh, – or aren't as a don't have people as excited as maybe I think they should be. Johnny in San Diego, thanks for being there. Hi, Johnny. Hey, how you guys doing today? Pretty, Pretty good, good, man. Pretty good. Well, uh, well, Chris, I can tell you're a, a San Diego fan, not really a, a football fan. I can tell you why people don't go go see the Aztecs from okay. experience. Yes. One, the competition level. I mean, I would love to see an, an Alabama come in. I would love to see an Oregon come in. UCLA, USC. We don't have that. that that's one. That's one. Two is why is our out-of-conference schedule so weak? Why do we pick such a weak out-of-conference schedule? That's the other thing. Okay. And then I'll debunk your Alabama thing. Look at who Alabama loses to. Look who they play. That's why they're always in contention. And, and, and the last thing I'll say is San Diego State will never be a top-four team. So it's not the NCAA's fault. It's San Diego State's fault. We have to go 13-0. I agree with you. We're not to beat them 16 to nothing, but if we go 13 to 0, at least we're in the conversation. Fans will be fired up, and they'll be able they'll be ready to debate why we're not a top 14, and we will go see. That's my opinion, guys. That's my opinion. It's good. It's good, Johnny. It is good. Uh, I will say this: Alabama's non-conference schedule this year included Utah State, which is in the Mountain West. It also included Louisiana Monroe. A yes, but they also I doubt play. Too many people would be too excited. The rest of their games are all good because they're all in the SEC. Georgia, LSU. Yes, but those are all conference scheduled games. They don't go out and schedule those. You know their other non-conference game that still hasn't happened yet. They're playing Austin P. Oh well, they're That's really not good. Even a Division One school. They're really good. So you know Alabama. You can tell me how great they their schedule is. That's because they're in the SEC. It's already scheduled for them. Let's go back to what Johnny said about the the, the Padres. I don't know why I keep saying that. The Aztecs. Yeah. He's right about the non-conference schedule. It was Idaho State. I mean, Arizona yeah, was, Arizona was a great. I'm, but I'm telling you that Alabama's no better. 
Our non-conference schedule is pathetic. Utah State, Louisiana Monroe, and Austin P. But when you go to that Alabama game, you're going to see a 65-7 to game. You're not going to go see a 10-7 to game. Uh, 63-7 to was the Louisiana oh, I just Monroe threw score. out a score. No, no pretty joke. Close, pretty close. No, I look, I'm not trying to compare the Aztecs to Alabama. I'm just saying that it's it's college football the way it's set up, man. All the power is in the SEC. And those teams are great, and they are deemed to be great before the season even starts. And then they usually back up that claim. But Alabama doesn't test itself out of conference at all. Just plays everybody in the SEC. And so far they're 4-2 and two in the SEC this year. So how great's that? Good enough to get to the playoff if they win their last three games if a few other things happen. All right, Tim's going to wrap up this discussion. Tim, thanks for joining us on 97.3 The Fan. Hello? Hello? Hi, Tim. Hello, Tim. How are you? Are you Tim? Yeah, how you doing? Good. Good. What's up? What, what do you got? Uh, I was just chiming in on this. Um, I think you guys are a little bit off base with the uh, style of play. Um, the last caller had a good uh, point, I think, um, as far as the non-conference stuff. Uh, Idaho State, obviously, there's nothing to get too excited about that. No. Um, but the biggest thing is just winning. They need to win. That's it. Um, so I go back to like the early 90s when I was attending school there and watching games, watching Marshall Falk, and I, everybody was perfectly fine with a pounded out run game, um, but they wanted to see a victory. Um, and, and so I think they're, they've, even the, the wins that they've gotten, they've, they've scraped by. And it's kind of unsettling, I think, for the for the fans. And so you combine that with like an Idaho State or something like that, and people are thinking, well, why, why, you know, why, why risk it? And if we lose, then it's it's just crushing. It's even worse. Yeah, I don't know. Toledo was on the uh, national Tuesday night game of the week last night. They were an Aztec opponent this <laughs> year. I'm just kidding. Maxion. I know that the Toledo. Rockets or not? You almost call them the Mud Hens. I know that's the AAA <laughs> baseball team. Thank you for right, the call. Tim, thanks. I, you know, I think we covered a little. I think honestly, the caller who said it's a little bit of everything is probably closest to accurate. Richard. Maybe said that. I think it was Richard. Richard. You know, the fact is, we've talked about fifteen different things, and it's probably a little bit of each of those fifteen things. So I want to see Alabama come to town. Yeah, well, you can hold your breath for that. That's I remember that happen. the Aztecs, uh, bef- they would go to Columbus and play Ohio State. Didn't they do that uh, yeah, a couple they did. years? They went to Notre Dame. They went to Michigan. They went to Ohio State. It would also help to win one of those games. Yes, it would. You know, they went to Missouri one year and let a game slip away at the very end, I recall. Um, you know, the Aztecs have tried to take on all comers. But again, the way college football is designed Teams don't want a real good San Diego State football team coming in for a non-conference game and risk losing. Yeah, they're stuck in they're like that stuck limbo. in a purgatory there. Yeah, if you're too good, teams don't want to play you, and if you're not good enough, then nobody wants to come watch you. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, you try you try taking that twelve and two team last year, right? The one that uh, the one the smoothie cafe Frisco Bowl. There we go. Yeah, you know that team beat Utah last year. Utah won the Pac-12, right? Yeah, was in the Rose Bowl. The Aztecs beat Utah last year. Well, that loss really hurt Utah's chances 
of doing even better than it did. So it's more damaging to these teams than it would be beneficial. Yeah, and Utah came here, which is surprising. Or not here, it was played I, up. Oh, at, I was uh, going to say, why don't I remember this Because at all? it was played up in... Uh, Carson. Carson, yeah. Aztecs didn't have any home games for a couple of years. You know, that could be another reason we didn't even touch on. The fact that the team's been away for three years. Have they been away for three years? Well, they were in Carson for two seasons, so okay. that's three years, right? Yeah, there was there was that there was wasn't a, a single time. there wasn't a single college football game played in San Diego from 2019 to 2022 because there was none in 2020 and there was none in 2021. So maybe that's part of it. That could be part of it too. All right, we'll take a break. We will settle that issue for the day when we come back. More Gwen and Chris is on the way, including a fun round of Rate the Radio Call. Stick around. Welcome back to the Wednesday get-together. Chris Hello, Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. be on vacation for a little while. We'll uh, trudge along without him here on uh, San Diego's number one sports talk station. That would be 97.3 The Fan. The uh, ratings came out recently, Scraby, and I heard we were doing very well. So I want to thank all of you listeners out there for continuing to support not only 97.3 The Fan, but the Gwen and Chris show. We are here for you every single day. Uh, I was at a doctor's appointment this morning, Scraby. Uh-oh. And the doctor uh, was discussing with me my radio show. Oh, okay. And said, hey, you ever talk soccer? And I said, no, not too often. <laughs> He's like, okay, then, I and hate you. No, he, yeah, well, that's kind of what he was thinking. And so, uh, you know, I'm going to talk a little soccer right now because the United States 2022 World Cup squad has been announced by United States manager Greg Berhalter. He announced his 26-player roster the World Cup amid much fanfare today. And uh, I guess the usual suspects are on the team, but one of the players that was left off the roster, goalkeeper Zach Steffen. Now I got to be honest with you, that doesn't mean a hill of beans to me. But I think I've to definitely a lot of heard so- his name. I think to a lot of soccer fans, that may come as a bit of a surprise. Um, Do they Steffen, say why? Steffen, well, Steffen was locked in a battle with Matt Turner for the starting spot during World Cup qualifying. But Bearhalter usually went with Stefan for the bigger matches. Hmm. So it seemed as if the manager slash coach, Bearhalter, yeah. uh, thought Stefan was the guy. And most people, I think, who followed this team felt that Stefan was the guy. But um, not going to be the case because Stefan was excluded from the roster, said Bearhalter. Uh, with the three goalkeepers listed on our roster, and the other two are Ethan Horvath and Sean Johnson, uh, said Bearhalter, with the three goalkeepers listed on the roster, we feel great. We feel really good about it. We saw a lot of progress with Matt Turner in this last six months. We know Ethan Horvath has been competing at a good level, and Sean Johnson has been a mainstay in this group since day one. So there you have it. Zach Steffen left off the United States roster. I'm saying this like it's a big deal, as if I really know it's a big deal. And maybe there's soccer fans out there going, so what? We all knew that Steffen wasn't going to make it. 
Uh, I, I've heard his name over the other two before. Yeah. Well, so you're not going to hear it during the World Cup because he's not on the team. Really hope the they don't give up like seven goals a game. Bearhalter better know what he's doing. Yeah. I, I get into the World Cup. I am a huge World Cup guy. I will be honest with you. I will uh, get excited for the World Cup. But like most soccer matches, most of the excitement takes place before they kick off the game. Same can be said about Aztecs football. Oh, cold-blooded <laughs> And that was not a actual shot. Cold-blooded attack, and that attack was made by one Matthew Scraby. I, I, I would like to say that was a joke. Yeah, I take that as a personal affront. Oh, is that right? Yeah, but soccer, everybody gets all excited. Everybody goes crazy. They wave their flags. They sing their songs. They chant their chants, and then the game starts. And then things and get they moving. Kick the ball around for an hour and a half. See, whatever <laughs> we talk at about the the game, at the end of the match, it's one to nil, and then somebody moves on, and somebody goes home unhappy. See, whenever we do this, whenever we talk about <laughs> soccer, Chris always backhanded uh, uh, talks about soccer, and I know that it angers people out there. So be careful, Chris. I'm sorry. There are people that are fans of the sport. Well, be be happy that I brought it up. I'm There's a lot you, of people out there that don't care about when you talk about the NBA. I'm giving you a big sports soccer update here. <laughs> Zach Steffen has been left off the United States men's national team squad. I will tell you one thing. If the if the United States men's national team makes a run at the World Cup, which I'm which what what does that mean? Qualifying for the elimination round? If they can qualify for the elimination round, I will get soccer crazy. I, I don't want you to. This Gaga. is the same as golf. I'm over it. I'm over jump, your soccer guy. I will jump on the no, bandwagon no, not at full it. speed. Nope, not letting it happen. Why not? I am saying right you now. Better, if you're a soccer fan, you better let people on the bandwagon because otherwise the bus is going to be pretty empty making the ride to the top. No, I'm going to stand at the door. You've got to let people get on the bandwagon because there's not enough people following this. I will allow people to get on the bandwagon if they don't just talk trash about soccer whenever they can. Give me a five to three score one time, but that's I'm only asking. Wait for a it second. One time. Remember that time that the U.S. women scored like nine goals on Taiwan. I can't remember what, who they were playing, and you were very angry about them running up the score. Yes, that's because that was a complete oh, uh, total uh, mismatch. Uh, there was no competition <laughs> involved in that. Well, there could be that. Give me a five to three match, and I'll tell you how yeah, great be, soccer okay. is. All right. Let's check traffic, and then we'll get into today's version of Rate the Radio Call, which Scraby tells me is really good. <laughs> when it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R dot com. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts.
open. He throws. It's caught. <laughs> Mixon streaking down the sideline to the 20. Gets oh, a block baby, from Chase baby. and runs it into the end. We got some radio calls. Gwen and Chris are going to rate them. A right-handed hitter back in there. Strasburg ready to go. It's rate the radio call. The one-two pitch slider. Strike three call. A no-hitter. On 97.3 The Fan. Rate the radio call. We Here rate we these radio calls that I'm about to bring to you. One to ten, and ten being the best call you've ever heard, and one being the worst call you've ever heard. We've had a few zeros on this show before. But I don't think we're going to have any zeros today. And let's get right into it, Chris. Uh, We're going to start with the Astros and the call that wins the World Series. So the um, – Okay. I forgot the guy's uh, name. This is uh, – anyway, I'll move on. But this is right at the end of the game. So they are clinching the World Series title, and this is on the Astros radio network. Mancini playing behind the runner at first. He goes, and the pitch is lifted to right by Cassianos. Long run for Tucker over toward the line and foul territory. Makes the catch, and the Houston Astros do it again. 2022 World Series champions. All right, Chris, 1 to 10, rate that radio call. Nine. Really? Okay. Yeah, really solid all the way around. Uh, Described everything that was going on. Runner on first base, took his lead, fly ball, right field. Got Tucker racing over near the line, got him into foul territory, which is where he ended up. And the one thing I particularly liked was the fact that he said they were World Series champions rather than world champions. I've never been a big fan of world champions. <laughs> this is uh, true. Again, uh, you you know, people. I'm sure that the Astros are the best baseball team in the world. I don't I think, think like there's a team in the KBO is going to yeah, be I don't able think to a take team them in down. The KBO could take them down. But the fact of the matter is, there is better baseball around the world. So the fact that they're World Series champions is something I like, uh, that being the reference. So, yeah, nicely done. I give a solid high nine there. You know, I was trying to think while you're talking whether or not I can give it a seven or an eight, and I can't. I have to give it a nine as well. It was short and sweet. It was simple. It was effective, and I can't find any faults with it. So A lot of excitement, uh, but not over-the-top excitement. Yeah. And uh, I thought he struck just the right chord there. All right, let's go to our next call, and we're to the Bengals guy. Uh-oh. And this is from their game on Sunday when they trounced the Panthers. Yes. And Joe Mixon had himself a day, and this was a 12-yard touchdown reception by Joe Mixon. Shotgun snap back to Joe from the pocket, scrambling to the right, looking into the end zone. Burrow throws. Caught! Joe Mixon! Yeah! Joe Mixon tying the Bengals franchise record for touchdowns in a game, and he does it before halftime. Unbelievable. Three rushing touchdowns and a touchdown catch. All right, I'm going to go first on this one, 1 to 10. Rate that radio call. Now, I have to say first, Tony and I had a great time making fun of him for saying four touchdowns when when there was actually three. A listener did point out to me that this particular touchdown was his fourth. Yeah. He had three rushing. He had one receiving at right, this point. Right, that's four. That's what the play-by-play guy said. No, he said three rushing touchdowns. And he said one receiving. Listen and he does it before halftime. Unbelievable. Four. Three rushing touchdowns and a touchdown catch. 
That's really embarrassing because Tony and I were just making fun of him for so long. Yeah, he said three rushing touchdowns and a touchdown catch. That sounds like four to me. All right. Well, yes, I apologize to the Bengals guy for that one, for making fun of him for that. But this one, I, I like this play-by-play guy. I think he's pretty good. and <laughs> He's got to put up with more crap than any other play-by-play yes. guy in the, in the league, that's for sure. I'm going to give it a seven because of this. Joe Mixon! Yeah. That right there gives it a seven. I mean, if he keeps those out... What did he yell? Call it, yeah! Like, call the touchdown, yeah! Call it, yeah. Joe Mixon! Yeah. <laughs> Without that, I'm good. I'll give it a nine, but this is going to get a seven. I will say this now. This Bengal guy, we have uh, run him through the ringer so many times that I'm getting to the point where I would be almost disappointed if he didn't yell something. <laughs> so now I'm kind of getting used to it. I'm sure Bengals fans are very used to it. I mean, it's what they've been having, nothing but that for the last probably ten years. Yeah. So I imagine Bengals fans kind of probably encourage this color guy. What is it, Dave Lapham? I think his name I was. Think we so, looked yeah. it up one time. Uh, they probably encourage him to yell and scream over the call because uh, that's probably one of the reasons he keeps doing it. I'll, I'll give it a six just because Bengals guy is involved, and I can't go any higher than a six for any Bengals call. But it's never the fault of the play-by-play guy. He does a nice job. I, In fact, I was so concerned about the guy yelling over top of him that I didn't really even follow the play. I didn't follow the play either. I was yeah. just waiting for Bengals guy. I just know that Joe yelling. threw it to Mixon, and uh, that means Burrow to Mixon. So. Yeah. Yeah, give it a six. All right. Let's go to our next call. We're going to college basketball now. The, these are the calls, Chris, that are going to be insane. Okay. Uh, we're, we're going to a game between Oklahoma and Sam Houston from last night. And this is at Oklahoma. There's 19 seconds left in the game. Uh, Sam Houston, or Oklahoma has the ball up to 51-49. Here is the Sam Wait, Houston. Oklahoma has the ball and they're yeah, up Yeah, sorry, two. let me start that over again. Oklahoma has the ball. 19 seconds left. They're up to 51-49 over Sam Houston. 17 seconds left to go. 51-49 Sooners. Yuzan with eight seconds on the shot clock. Gets it away Tanner Groves trying to work it here. Inside, in the paint to ice the game. Doesn't roll off the rim, and the loose ball ends up in the hands of Quay Grant with five seconds left to go. Lamar Wilkerson, three for the lead. Got it! Lamar Wilkerson with 1.3 left to go. 52-51 Bearcats. Ball is tipped, and the Bearcats have upset Oklahoma. Oh, my goodness. What a finish here tonight in Norman. 52-51 Bearcats knock off the Big 12 Sooners. <laughs> that was uh let me give you his name because i have it right here carlos zimmerman all right the carlos. z-man he calls way to himself go. way to go carlos uh chris one to ten rate that radio call i'll give him a i'll give him an eight jester an incredible enthusiasm um I, I i i had a little trouble following some of that uh and as a matter of fact at first i thought you told me that it was the oklahoma radio network so no, no. i wasn't expecting this guy to get so excited because sam houston state obviously won the game but um, you know his play-by-play on Oklahoma's last possession was a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're working it around. They're trying to find something, and it's inside, and it rolls off the rim. It, it, that could have been a little bit better. Uh, and then it was just basically an all-out scream from there. So <laughs> I don't really was. know what happened on the jump shot, or well, it was a three-pointer. I yeah, know it that, was a three. But I don't know where it was from or how it was. No, launched. didn't say any of that. But uh, so I'm still giving him an eight though, because it's on. His unbridled enthusiasm uh, won me over. I'm going to give him a nine because nine. I appreciate wow. the enthusiasm as well. Be- Sam Houston's not a big school. No. I had to look it up. It's in Houston. 
And beating Oklahoma. It's in Houston, really? Of all places. Go figure. Oh, I guess so. Sam, Sam Houston, Houston State. Yeah. yeah. I don't That's think funny. it's state anymore. It just says Sam Houston oh, it, everywhere they don't I go. don't have the state anymore? But I'm not sure about that. I'm going to okay. give him nine because this is probably the biggest win that they're going to get all year, and he captured it with his reaction. Oh, so. yeah. He went crazy on that one. That was great. Yes. That was so. That was very exciting. Congrats to the Z-Man. Nice job, uh, Z-Man. <laughs> nice job, Z-Man. Yeah. All right. Last one. College basketball, once again, this is Ohio and Belmont. Now, Belmont has the ball with 1.1 seconds to go. They are inbounding from the, what do you call it, the sideline? Sideline, yeah. Sideline in the front court. Yes, and they are down two. So, Belmont has the ball, 1.1 seconds left, down two. Here we go. Thanks for the index. Finds Tyson for the win. He got it! Uh, you know, in the interest of time, we don't need to hear the rest of it. But uh, they went to the monitor, and it was a good shot. Yes, yeah, so I'm up first on this one. One to ten, rate that radio call. I give it a three. That 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 yelling. Well, number one, if we're going to be technical, he never told us where he was shooting it from. Not and, at all. And he just said he. You're threw learning, Scraby. You've been paying attention over time now, and listeners have been paying attention as well because we talk about this all the time. But yeah. uh, he he doesn't say where it's coming from, and then the the O that the guy the color analyst I believe. That gets me. That gets him. What did I say? A, a two, three. A three. I'm gonna yeah, give him you a gave three. it a three. Yeah. What yeah. about you? One to ten, right there. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah. Three's about right. The O is terrible. It's terrible. It's not even halfway decent. And um, yeah, you've got to tell me where the ball's passed into. You can't just tell me that they threw it in and he hit a three, because there's no way your mind can picture that. Yeah. No, Absolutely there is no, no way. way your mind can picture where on the floor that was. And it'll only take an extra word or two to say pass top of the key. Johnson shot good. Now you can. Now you're, you're oh, getting up. Now you're getting up into at least six territory. Is that annoying, Chris? When Maybe I do that while you're seven talking? territory oh. until the O's would drop it down to a five. <laughs> All right, there you go. Good rate the radio call. Yes. One other college basketball note. While we're on college basketball, did you see Georgetown beat Coppin State last night? Do you know why that matters? No. Snapped Georgetown's 21-game losing streak Ooh, going wow. back to last season. Is Patrick Ewing still Patrick the coach? Ewing finally gets a win after 21 Man. losses in a row. That's a lot. They're able to knock off Coppin State last night. All right, when we come back, Chris versus the fans. Some trivia. Call in to play, 833-288-0973. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.